when I hear the word acoustic, I immediately think of an acoustic guitar. And when I think of acoustic guitar, I immediately think of a guy 21 years old, 22, 6'1", pretty tan, long hair, we'll call it Sandy Blonde, clearly from California. He's got a necklace on, but it's not a necklace you'd get at like a Nordstrom or a Macy. It's a, it's a necklace you'd get at a street fair. His shirt, very tight. It's burgundy and it's Oshkosh. The pants, a little baggier now. We'll go cargo. Um, and he's wearing flip-flops. Not on at the point because he's sitting under an oak tree. Uh, he's on a college campus and he is strumming, slapping, and singing with his acoustic guitar. We all know the figure I'm describing. It's in every movie, in every TV show, if you're on a college campus, you need this figure. And you either love him or hate him. Uh, more... Well, I don't know if I'd say more, but he, he, he might just be as polarizing as Dennis Rodman. Uh, personally, if I walk around, I see him, I'm thinking to myself, well, no, I think I would laugh at first, and then I would, I would, I would kind of collect myself, and then I, I would have unwavering respect for the man. Because I don't think you can be that person without realizing you are that stereotype. And if you can own it confidently, if you can wear that shirt, I mean, by all means. He's in shape, too, so that tight Oshkosh shirt, really not that big of a deal. But when I think of the word acoustic, that's what I think of. So, and I don't really know. I mean, you can, I don't know what acoustics mean, but when I record my podcast, I usually do it up in Portland in my closet. I've got a nice chair. The computer goes on a shelf above me. I've got a mic and it's a nice setup, but you know, I'll spend about 98% of my time up in Portland. However, when I'm in San Diego, I don't have that luxury. So I'm actually recording kind of an open room. And I, I think for the most part, like the quality is pretty solid. So I, maybe I don't have to, I just kind of like the tight space in the closet, get in the booth, get in the zone, but I, I just don't have that luxury when I'm in San Diego. So I, I have to kind of set everything up a little differently and there's no real desk for me to put my computer, to put the mic. I can't hold the mic cause it gets staticky. So you got to problem solve. And yesterday, uh, to record this podcast, I needed something to put the mic, to put the computer, walk into the closet downstairs, the coat closet. And I pulled something out that, at the time of its creation, uh, was an innovative breakthrough. At the time of its creation, allowed people to do two things at once, to multitask, not to, not to necessarily be in two places at one time, but allowed you to enjoy entertainment, but at the same time, literally get the nutrients you need for survival. Everyone, I'm talking about the TV tray. The TV tray fascinates me for a few reasons, but... Most notably, look, I, I am a huge advocate to put the phone away at the dinner table, to put the phone away at lunch. Whenever you're eating with someone, put the phone away. We don't need it. And the phone itself, I mean, I, I feel like we talk about this, it's unbelievably powerful and it's always in our pocket and it connects us to the world. And it just, when you, when you think about, like, I don't know what could be more powerful, like what could actually draw someone's attention away or at least be a catalyst uh, to spur that attention, to kind of break that fuse, uh, to completely negate any sort of human connection. Well, everyone, I mean, the answer is holding up your dinner. It's a TV tray. Let's think about this. So back in the day, uh, TVs were encased in wood. They were no bigger than microwave. And I'm assuming when the, when the TV tray was conceived, you probably didn't have a remote. You were probably watching TV, sitting on a couch. I'm, I feel like it was laced with corduroy. I don't think we had floral designs yet. The back was probably rounded. You had a blanket over the top, but your whole family would just kind of line up there. Not, not sardines in a can, no, but uh, line up there evenly. I'm thinking Pop-Tarts maybe, kind of individually spaced out. You had your TV tray. And then you're just kind of sharing, you're, you're literally staring at a TV and in between your breaths of funneling uh, green beans and meatloaf into your mouth, 
you're not looking over, you're not making that full 90 degree rotation to engage with your family members. You're just staring at a TV. I don't know what you're watching. Howard Cosell, the Jimmy Carson show. I don't really know what was big back then. We're not drinking Ovaltine. I think it's a little later than that. The point being, this little, literally, this piece of wood propped up on perpendicular legs, maybe it's plastic, has now officially distracted you more and put you in a position more distracting, uh, taking away from human connection more than your cell phone. How we can't respect that, I don't know. But here's the interesting part. It, very similar to a Rolls Royce, a high-performance vehicle the TV tray is. It's propping up literally what you need to live, and it's taking you away from other human beings, and it is forcing you to stare at a box, uh, a box encased with wood, with other people just doing random TV. I'm going a little too in-depth on that. Value that? Incredible. It's a Rolls Royce. I'm not talking six figures. Obviously, you know, it's all relative but let's just talk depreciation because, you know, when you look at a Rolls Royce, and I just learned this, so very expensive vehicles, but they lose value really quickly. They do not hold value. Uh, I, I was at, there's this old kind of car dealership by my house, and I was checking out this Rolls Royce. It was the 1990s. And I was looking at it like, oh, wow, that's got to be like $200,000. But it was literally $9,000. The TV tray, you could probably buy it for 8 bucks at the time at a Walmart. I don't. Th I think someone would actually have to pay you to take a TV tray now. I, I think it has literal negative value because no one watches TV and eats dinner anymore. Well, they do, but they don't do it at a TV tray. We have Netflix now. Uh, we, we, maybe we can put the TV in the kitchen on our phone. It's YouTube. No one really watches TV. And when no one watches TV, you don't have a TV tray. You just have a tray. What do people use trays for? Medicine. You heard it here first. Everyone, the, the TV tray, um, so I wouldn't say like a social downgrade, maybe. No, I would say a social downgrade. It's not as much demoralizing as it is demeaning. The TV tray is now only utilized when you're cooped up on the couch, when that temperature jumps up 99, maybe 100. You get your day cool, your night cool, bowl of chicken noodle soup. If we're into more holistic medicine, maybe some oregano, maybe a little garlic too. But it's all just staying on that TV tray. Your 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 snot infested Kleenex tissue. It's it's all up there. It's all going to be on that tray. They're just kind of taking it in. Now it's not as much you know a coliseum for all those foods of different backgrounds, but really a cesspool, a cesspool that you just let sit next to you, kind of by your side. It's bedside care. Those perpendicular legs, not as much firm and powerful, not as much, you know, never really a timeless creation, but now wobbly, uh, you know, termites, thank goodness they don't get in there. The TV tray, kind of depressing. I'm sure there's got to be some sort of, you know, European, you know, mid-century modern designer that has um, yeah, taken interest to revamping the TV tray, making it more applicable to everyday life. Uh, but I'm going to be honest, when I've got my phone and I'm literally a rotation away from having a full screen viewing of whatever I want, I don't need a TV tray because I'm going to do that in my bed. I, I still probably, you know, when you're doing that, we're not socializing any better than we once were, but well, everyone, here's my thing. Um, I love the term timeless. I, I really do. And it's hard to hold something value when you chuck it around a lot. So I really choose to use the word timeless sparingly, but I will say this, uh, the TV tray, you know, once the innovators dream, uh, might be the farthest thing from a timeless creation.